Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of You, Me, and He, a podcast that is your father's, brother's, nephew's, cousin's, former roommate. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Rob Lambert, and I'm joined by my co-host. This is Josh Frankenstein. And this is Drew Carroll. All right, all right. Guys, welcome to episode 34. <laughs> oh, Very nice. All Hello. Right, all right. <laughs> I have to tell you two things. Number one. I left SummerSlam early to do this podcast. That a boy. That's so. dedication right there. What's SummerSlam? <laughs> What's SummerSlam? Uh, Dude, the nerdiest WWE? nerd out ever. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, the video <laughs> you sent earlier. I forgot yeah, about dude. that. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> dude, I sent you a clip of AJ Styles wrestling Samoa Joseph. Dude, it was a good thing. Everyone Is there that looks- what that was? The photo didn't demonstrate that. <laughs> it was a video. Everyone looked so bored. Dude, everybody Dude. was like in crazy and cheering, man. It was great. It's, it's so like a good. Super Bowl party where one team is just smoking the other team yeah. and yeah. like no one's interested anymore. <laughs> oh, it was terrible, dude. I do have to tell you, we usually do a pool and uh, I came in third place. So that kind of sucks. But Is it a dead pool? Yeah. Wow. No. <laughs> There's no money involved, but you do get to take home one of those uh like Blood. little kids plastic championship Blood. belts. Blood. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's like stuff. it's so. like the exact opposite of like the bachelorette or something. It's just like cheesy. You know that it's not actually real. Yeah. <laughs> but you, it's for you, like the it's for the boys, quote unquote. Yeah. Dude, coming from the guy who was like giving some props to Mick Foley not one, too long ago. W- for one <laughs> dude, for one segment, for one <laughs> oh, moment please. in time, wrestling had me. Now it's gone. You know what, Rob? It's o- it's okay. It's okay, all right? I mean, I can side with this. It's a lot better than Andrew dressing up as a centaur for Dungeons and Dragons. So. <laughs> <laughs> Again, one time. <laughs> well, also, I will say today is my wife Andy and I's 12th uh, anniversary. So, And you spent it with us, stuff. dude. That's awesome. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate dude. that. I would have <laughs> canceled. <laughs> Congratulations. Dedication. So, fellas, uh, tonight we're going to jump into an awesome topic. We're going to talk best TV siblings. But before we get there, last week, Josh, you, I'm just going to say you unleashed a beast because you told me about a new beverage called Truly. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Let me take you on an adventure, my friends. <laughs> Drew, grab your centaur outfit because you're going to need it. <laughs> so... I proceeded on the website to search for places in Utah that sold Truly. Nowhere could I find it. Oh. Okay. I even visited a couple of the state liquor stores. They did not have it. I was pretty much at the point where I was like, this is not a Utah thing. You can't get it here. Let me guess. Amazon. You had to drive two hours all the way to Winnemucca, Nevada. Uh, that would have been way more epic than okay. what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so I went to a Ding. third liquor store and they had it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So I have to tell you, um, I bought a six pack of Truly. I, br- I bought the blood orange flavor and, uh, fellas, it is, it's just amazing. That's all I can tell you. It's oh, so good. No. It is so I good. He was gonna love it. I think it's actually the butt orange flavor. <laughs> Those <laughs> things are gross. Wait, wait, is it roast time? <laughs> sure, yeah. Is it roast time? Always. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. So, did you buy the matching bra and thong that went with your truly? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you had to buy you had to buy two packs to get that. <laughs> that comes with the complimentary maxi pads. <laughs> they just assume you're getting them for your wife. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what I had to tell him. I was like, uh, it's our anniversary. It's for her. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> it was guys, it is basically it tastes exactly like a LaCroix, except after you have two of them, it sneaks up on you real hard. Go back to America with your Zimas and Smirnoff ice. Hoo-yah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I can't get on board with the Truly. No, don't, don't try it, man. Yeah, and I, I was, had one sip, and it's, yeah, it's dirty. Yeah, dirty, dirty. Yeah. I figured like, out that... Uh, like Rob's new thong. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's definitely a hipster thing, dude. Dude, sure. I will just I'm just going to say like I am uh at the end of the day like I'm a I'm a stout man, you know. I'm I'm going to take an old Rasputin over a Truly, but if somebody hands me a Truly, I don't think you can I call will. yourself a stout man anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm and just, you also can't call yourself a Truly man because those two don't go together. <laughs> All I'm saying is that if somebody hands me a Truly, I'm going to look them right in the eye and I'm going to say, oh, thank you kindly." <laughs> Cuz it was delicious. Oh, dude! Could you could you just hear me? Could you hear me whispering sweet nothings? <laughs> well, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Blood orange. I'm sitting yeah. there looking. There was two of them. There was like blood orange and then like strawberries and cream. And I'm like, okay, I have to go blood orange because I can't go full strawberries That's, and cream. That's, that's the only way you could salvage any part of your man card is if you went with blood mm-hmm. orange. <laughs> no, there's exactly, no, exactly. There's no salvaging, dude. You bought Trulies. <laughs> you know what's crazy, Drew? I'm gonna buy them again. <laughs> Josh, tell yes. me, how was your week this week, my well, friend? Well, I had a I had a couple of funny moments this week as as I was living life. Um, I don't think you two have reached this level yet, but uh, you know, I. I my, my son's under 10 years old, right? And Legos are his thing. Like, Oh, yeah, no, he, not there he, yet. He loves Legos. He loves Legos. Now, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this much. It is actually a, a, a glorious day when your child begins to love Legos because they, they, they just, like, pull you in, man. It's like this whole world, like the one that you grew up in, immersed in, you get to play inside again like you get to just like start <laughs> building now they're even more detailed and cooler yeah no way better yeah. way better and you got more colors you're not just confined to blue red green and yellow like yeah, you yeah, have other yeah, things dude. that you can play with right and at the end of the day when you're a grown man playing with star wars legos you're like i'm spending time with my son that's right <laughs> that, that's all it's about he's sitting there point. sleeping while you're putting <laughs> <Yeah>. it together <laughs> never like, mind out of the way i'm building the sex wing <laughs> <laughs> never mind the fact that half the legos that we own are because i bought them for me and put them in his room. But that's that's why I'm like, happy there. birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. I'm going to play with this for a while. Anyway, I, I, I came to realize the Lego madness this week when, when I, was, I was playing in his room with Legos at his invite. I didn't just go in there and, and take over, <laughs> I promise. He came and asked me to come play with Legos. Now, he has a... I, I, I don't know what the gallon measurement is, but if you've seen the storage boxes like storage boxes that you would normally, they're like clear see-through. You buy oh, yeah, the yeah. Target, you know, you put you, you store crap in them, put them in your attic. He has two of those full of Legos. Oh. Two, two of those full of Legos. And oh, geez, I was awesome. like at work on a project, man. Th- now, th- this, is, this is the madness part, right? Like as soon as you get immersed, like I had this like great design going. I was making this, this car. It was just like super awesome. 
And he's eight years old, uh-huh. and he has no patience at all, right? <laughs> he just wants to play with the car. That, that's like his mentality. He, no, no matter how many hours I put into it, and by the way, like I've got like eight hours into this little project you know, that, I, that I've been playing with. <laughs> Dang. No matter how long, how much time I... Well, when you're, when you're sifting through two tubs full of Legos trying to find your parts, that's a lot of time, man. Yeah, but you can understand that's the That's part impatience. of the madness. <laughs> yeah, so he just wants to play with it. And he takes over my project, just takes over my project, right? Like, I mean, he, he's coming over now, and he, he's starting to see, like, the semblance of where I'm going, and he starts telling me what Whoa. I can or cannot put on <laughs> nah. my car that I'm building. Too far, too right? far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You're grounded. And so I, I'm starting to get a little impatient now because I'm trying to build this thing, and I'm, like, fully sold on it. Like, I want to, I wanna like, oh, to the nines, right? Uh-huh. And he's telling me what to do. And finally, he just sends me over the top, right? And he was like, no, Daddy, we can't do that. And I was like, back off, man. I'm putting this together. This is my car. You can't come ask me to play in here and then tell me how to play. That's not how this works. And then Amy walks through the door. <laughs> is everything okay in here? <laughs> like, he started it. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Didn't oh, even realize awesome. I defaulted to eight-year-old Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and she was she just simply said she was like you know what? I need to talk to you for a second in the living room. <laughs> I got up and walked out. Oh, man. It was like hilarious. It was so funny. Um, just one of those moments where, you know, so your what did 35 she year old self just like jets back like 27 years. Huh? What, what, did, what did she tell you? She told me I had to have more patience, and <laughs> those were his Legos, and whatever he decided I should do. Oh, by the way, you're a 35-year-old man. <laughs> nice. So, nice. Yeah, yeah, there was that. And then... Uh, so at least there was one adult here this weekend. <laughs> there was one adult residing in the house this weekend, yeah. Thank, thank God for that. So yeah, that, w- that, was, that was one. And then... Oh, uh, the other the other thing that happened this week that was like super hilarious, man. Uh, you guys are both familiar with my horse dog that I have. You know, oh, yeah. my, my great oh, yeah. Dane Mastiff, who's like 140 pounds now, by the way, not 120. Yeah, oh, 140 pounds. Uh, big dog, big dog. Um, she loves to just like lay in the grass, whether it's like in the backyard or front yard, just lay in the grass. That's what she does. Most of the time, it's in the front yard because she likes to stay on alert for everything that's going on, right? <laughs> And, I mean, she just lays down in the shade. Like, she finds the coolest spot in the shade in the front yard, and that's where she goes. Well, earlier this week, um, a FedEx truck showed up. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And for whatever reason, she did not wake up from her sleep. (laughs) 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 Just didn't wake up. (laughs) <laughs> so the, <laughs> the FedEx truck comes down the driveway. Oh man! And parks, and I'm I'm watching this from the living room. Like I, I'm really surprised nothing has happened yet. I couldn't believe this because our our dog Rogue usually barks at anything that comes down the driveway. Dude, and she's so tall. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> so so he he gets out of the truck and he opens the back gate and he he pulls out this huge box like of what i ordered because i put running boards on one of my one of my vehicles this weekend and he's walking it up to the door and it's it's a long walk i would say it's a good hundred feet from where he parked to go to go drop it off right he drops the box in front of the door 
Rogue wakes <laughs> up <laughs> oh, no. after hearing the box drop and immediately just <laughs> right away. This guy, it's like the sandlot when he's running oh, back to the fence. Dude, this guy turns faster than I've ever seen anyone turn trying to find where this dog is. And she's a sweetheart. She'll never like she won't bite anyone or anything. She's just an alert dog. That's all she is. He turns and doesn't see her until she like jumps out of the grass from the shadows. And now she's like on the grass, full sunlight. He totally sees her and he bolts like he tries bolting back down our, our sidewalk and trips over his feet. And falls. Oh, man. <laughs> Just one of those like really good ones too. like trips over his feet, slams the concrete, and his feet go up <laughs> his back, like scorpion. Right? Yeah, he wasn't the lightest man. I should probably say he's, <laughs> he's no Benny the Jet Rodriguez. <laughs> Rogue still just same spot barking. <laughs> just barking she doesn't even have to move. <laughs> and he takes off running and gets back in the truck. And I've never seen a FedEx truck peel out before. It was because <laughs> we have a gravel driveway, so we just hit the gas. <laughs> and the rocks just went flying, dude. And he goes out the driveway, and I'm just in the living room laughing my butt off because this is why we bought a dog this size was for That's moments amazing. like this. So yeah, it was a, I don't know if I should call it delivery fail, but you know, because the delivery made it there, but there was definitely a failure afterwards. <laughs> to oh, for sure. So yeah, it was, it was funny, man. I mean, I worked a lot last week. I was basically doing 12 hour days, like Monday through Friday. I was really long days. So like to have, you know, that be the highlight of my yeah, week dude. and then be able to like play Legos, even though I did act like an eight year old little boy. It was a good week. So <laughs> that's that's why people actually put cameras on their house, dude. That's right. Yeah. It's not for yeah. burglars. <laughs> <laughs> it's to capture the fun. Oh yeah, those little gyms, dude, that life hands you. <laughs> I'm just thinking. And then they asked how long did the beast have to be locked up? <laughs> Forever. Forever. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my week. Awesome. So Drew. How is life, man? Dude, I am so tired. Oh, whatever. We're one week <laughs> into the baby, right? Oh, yeah. She is one week old. Dude, yeah. Here and we go. Welcome to the next 20 years of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just tell me what you're crying for. <laughs> and that's just the wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's been uh it's been an interesting week adjusting, dude. Well the thing is is even with the baby and everything going on, so we dude, ever since we moved into this house almost four years ago, um we've always had a problem with rodent type animals, dude. And oh, I, I don't no. know what it is. I think it's like we have a ton of trees and it's just uh kind of like a little jungle in our backyard. Well, you do have like your doesn't your house have like an un, it doesn't have a basement, but it has a oh, there's a crawl, crawl space. space. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's that it's, doesn't it's help elevated off the ground. Yeah. yeah. And so for the first few years that we lived there, we had a crow problem and we would just have so many crows in the trees, dude, and they'd be gawking all night. We weren't getting oh. any sleep, dude. <laughs> it was kind of like having a baby, but without the cute face to comfort <laughs> you at the end. I remember when <laughs> you borrowed my pellet gun. Yeah, dude, that's why I bought it. So it turns out it came in handy again. I sent you guys a picture. So we've had a rat problem and uh, <laughs> I threw a bunch of poison down 
in like underneath the crawl space and in the garage and stuff. And uh, one day while we were at church, the dogs got into a fight with a rat in the backyard in broad daylight. No, 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 no. It's not a fight <laughs> if the thing can't fight back. Oh, <laughs> it was fighting back, dude. They were having a field day. So they were all taking turns like picking it up and shaking it around and then oh. they toss Again, it. Yeah, not a fight. <laughs> yeah. So Elizabeth calls me and she's frantic and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't know. Get a broom. She's like, who do I hit? I'm like, all of them. I don't know. <laughs> she's like Neo in the second Matrix movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I get I get home Just later on that fun. evening and I was like, I'll try and find it. I didn't see it that night. Well, the next morning, dude, I'm out walking around and I see it in the back corner and I'm like, okay, so I go and grab my pellet gun, dude. And I Wait, get it survived the fight. Yeah, he wasn't moving very fast. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I put the pellet gun really close to him and then and I fired right and he kind of jumps up and then he just falls over <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was weird. Poked at him like, oh, he's dead. Okay, so I, have, I bring Elizabeth down. And I'm like, hey, I need you to take a picture of this. <laughs> so I have, it, I have her take a picture. While she's in the process of taking the picture, I'm holding it up and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I don't see any blood. I'm like, I don't think I shot it. <laughs> I think I just gave it a heart attack. <laughs> So, you dude. literally scared it to death. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept thinking, like, man, this thing's gonna jump over and bite me. And then I'm like, no, dude, maybe I had a heart it's attack. Hard to just burst from its chest. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but we solved the rat problem one way or another. <laughs> you saw, yes, that's true. You solved a rat's problem. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so then later on in the week. Which is when we thought our problems were over with the dogs and animals. I let the dogs out in the morning before I'm leaving for work. And you play I hear that song in the morning too. What song? Oh, yeah. the, no, 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 no. Okay, no. Right. We shouldn't sing I'm it not either. Going to. <laughs> <laughs> Who let the? Do- <laughs> <laughs> so and then I just go about my routine and I hear them just going crazy and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And I open the window to the. <laughs> the bathroom dude and i just see feathers <laughs> i was like holy crap dude and it's in the back and all Ooh, the dog pillow fight oh, yeah, all the dogs are going crazy dude <laughs> so i'm calling them dude and they start running over and i go back there dude and there's two chickens in the back of our uh in our back area where it was fenced off for a garden we don't have chickens so they're not ours <laughs> no <laughs> and they're kind of ripped into pieces and there's feathers everywhere <laughs> And so I was like, oh, crap, the chickens flew over the fence and, you know, it happened, whatever. <laughs> Committing suicide. What were they flying away That's from? not what happened no. at all. Okay. <laughs> there was a hole in the fence and oh, I went and looked no. in there, dude, and there was like five terrified chickens <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. and then like four others in there <laughs> just ripped apart. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I kind of think... Oh, the, the mental image that's coming to mind right now at <laughs> Dude, your house <laughs> is that anything that's smaller than your dogs looks at this backyard as if it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, I wanted to feel bad for the chickens, right? But I just imagine like how happy my dogs probably were, dude. Probably tongues flopping out. Dude, just oh, smile man. from ear to ear. Not really knowing what they're doing, but they just love this and they don't know why. <laughs> So yeah, dude. I uh, luckily the neighbors weren't too upset about it. They were cool. 
But yeah, so my week was just uh, disposing of dead animals. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, John Hammond had it all wrong. He could have just had some chickens and some dogs in the backyard. It would have been good. <laughs> Dude, people would come and see it. Actually, I think that's illegal. <laughs> we spared every expense. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, when we come back, we're going to jump into an awesome topic. We're going to talk best TV siblings. So stay with us, and we'll be right back. All right, and welcome back to the show. Tonight, we're talking best TV siblings. So, fellas, I'm going to lead us off tonight, and uh, I'm going to go with somebody that, at least in my opinion, when I look at the life that they lived and the siblings that they've had around them, this is a guy that I'm just like, number one, I'm surprised that he kept us cool as long as he did. And number two, if I'm going to have a sibling that I'm going to be on good terms with, it's going to be this dude. And that is Tyrion Lannister (laughs) from Game of Thrones. Okay. 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 Let's talk about this dude. All right. This is a guy who's put up with a ton of crap from everybody around him. And yet he's a good man. So good, in fact, that even in the face of possibly death, He's willing to slap his nephew in the face. I think. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, maybe some maybe some spoilers for people if you're not caught up on games of, Game of Thrones. No, 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 no. If you're not caught up at this point, that's your own fault. Yeah, I yeah, have to, true, I have to concur with Drew. Yeah. I mean, who wasn't excited to see Tyrion basically slap Joffrey in the face? That was beautiful. Dude, so I was good. so happy when that scene actually happened. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just brought so much joy to my life in that moment. Was, then he, then he murdered his dad. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, he's not will- he he's he's not uh, opposed to making some hard choices, and uh, that sometimes means killing your own father with a crossbow on the toilet. I mean, <laughs> we've all been there, right? <laughs> <laughs> we've all come to the crossroads. <laughs> Gosh. I'm Dude, he's old. <laughs> yeah, <for real. laughs> Josh, you've never been in that space where you just want to shoot your dad with a crossbow on the toilet. I, mean, come on. <laughs> I apologize. Um, Not my actual dad, but there are some other dads I've known. <laughs> Dude, Tyrion's dad, we all wanted to shoot him That's with a right. crossbow on the toilet. Dude, this is a guy, this is a brother who is always the voice of reason. He's a he's a brother who's willing to smuggle himself in a crate across the sea in order to uh in order to preserve his well-being, and he's also a brother who just, dude, he's always, he's always got wine. He's always ready to pour yes. you some wine. He's right? always, he's, a, he's addicted to alcohol and hookers, women. So, yeah. <laughs> so, where are All you I'm trying to go is, with that? Why wouldn't you pick him as a role model? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <that makes> sense. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is there a better brother than that? I mean, come on. Uh yeah, his brother Jamie. All are you he kidding wa- me? He wants a love that's forbidden. Okay, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, are you seriously? Dude, are you seriously trying to defend the, Jamie he, Lannister he, he right now? He killed the Mad King when he was going to kill everyone else. He okay. went against his oath, and That's he did. He took the fall for it his whole life, dude. And all he did was make the right decision. People called him the Kingslayer when he was actually just the people lover, dude. Dude, he's he's very, also he's the people lover. Very, he's also very people. He's lover. also the sister lover. <laughs> well, you got to understand the context of the time. No, we okay. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help us understand how I'm that's. Not, a- I'm not saying it would be my way. I'm just saying 
He's not that bad. Hey, he poll for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> we want to hear from you, Twitter audience. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, Drew, please. You know what? Here's the deal. Ty- Tyrion, Tyrion was good, man. I, I like Tyrion. <laughs> Dude, Tyrion is the brother who will always have your back until you try to kill him. Then he will make your life a living hell. But and Drew, then Jamie I mean, is the brother that if you're the sister will always have your back. Also, oh my god, <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah, but see, even that goes that goes awry for him. It doesn't work out. Good. It shouldn't work out. Yeah. Well, all I'm That's saying the way it's is, supposed to be. Spoilers, he's, everybody. He's just a, he's just a desperate man roaming the earth looking for love. That's it, dude. <laughs> Dude, and the you, the truest love is the one that's right under your nose or <laughs> sleeping sh- in the bedroom next to you, right? <laughs> You're ridiculous. Okay, you yeah. know what? Now, you I know can't what, wait dude, to hear. You picked Geppetto for hottest Disney characters, <laughs> dude, and that will never go away. <laughs> uh. Whatever. Okay, fine, fine. Please enlighten us. Please don't pick Jamie Lannister. Who's it going to be for you, Drew? I'm taking this to a little town called Mystic Falls where possibly the greatest love triangle ever seen on TV took place. Oh, no. What? No, go ahead. This is... <laughs> this is, is this a, two brothers and a sister? What's th- no, happening no, no, here? No, 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 no. <laughs> Triplets. No. Triplets. <laughs> oh, there you go. Still Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, no, this one is not inappropriate. Like uh, This is two brothers <laughs> who are stuck each in other. eternal time together. Fighting over the love of one woman. Okay. The Vampire Diaries. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you lost me And I'm vampire. talking about Stefan Salvatore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the problem here, Drew, is even you didn't... <laughs> Even you didn't believe you when you said his name. <laughs> one bit. That's all I heard, too. As if you that religiously was... watched that show. Stefan Salvatore. That was definitely a, a Ron Burgundy moment. Yeah, yeah. Stefan yeah. Salvatore. <laughs> Confession, I didn't watch the show. I read the books. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my I don't gosh. read books. <laughs> I Not a nerd. Them. <laughs> Please. So, <laughs> Stefan and his brother are fighting over this chick, right? And at first, she's like, oh, yeah, Stefan, you and I are soulmates, blah, blah, blah. Well, then his brother Damon comes in, older brother Damon comes in and swoops her away. And now Stefan has to live the rest of his life knowing that his brother is with this other chick that was supposed to be his, dude. And when you he say always, his, the rest he, of his life, it's his rest of his immortality. Yeah, dude, forever. It's going to be Is forever. there a greater hell than that? <laughs> no. Poignant. No. <laughs> it's very touching, actually, if you ask me. What do you think, Josh? Have you seen the show? I have not seen the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, I'm pretty sure I will never watch the show. <laughs> oh I, didn't, I didn't sell you? Not one bit. Dude. And <laughs> it takes place in Mystic Falls. That's creepy. That I'm, sounds- still, I'm still trying to figure out why they're fighting over this girl. And why he gave up so quickly, Elena? And dude, what makes him a good? TV she resembles <laughs> because she resembles a woman that they both loved hundreds of years ago. They're vampires, right? Did mm-hmm. we? Okay, yeah, wait. Vamp- is she immortal? Is she a vampire too? No, she's not. She's immortal. Oh, dude, she's, she's die. a immortal. Yeah, she's going to die. Oh, dude, this is a this is a love triangle that's going to be. I mean, yeah. for them, it's like a well, blink of an eye. It's going to be done. Yeah, 
Well, it's like a, it's kind of a bad deal because she falls in love with this dude and then like she goes into a coma for a couple seasons. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a $1 bet between brothers. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. Wait a minute, Drew. You're giving me a hard time for watching wrestling, which is essentially a soap opera for men. However, you're sitting here watching a soap opera for women. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it in a long time. This is when Elizabeth and I were dating and... Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) well i haven't it's been a while but this was just you know you think about brothers you instantly think about vampire diaries i think that's just everybody does i think that's when you think about tv siblings and hardships the mind just instantly goes vampire diaries and i it's true it's true Josh. that's probably i mean that's sound logic (laughs) i feel like you guys probably would have picked this one if i didn't it's true Nope, totally wouldn't have. <laughs> De- definitely wouldn't have. Well, you know, we'll let, we'll let the listeners decide. So <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> so is he a bad TV sibling or a good TV sibling? Well, no, he's good. Like, he takes the high road. He has to deal with just like he's like Tyrion, except I guess. Uh, this is this. I always love having this philosophical discussion of vampires taking the high road. You're talking about. A, <laughs> A race of beings that murder people to stay alive like, or to stay undead. Stay undead. Healthy looking, I think. <laughs> He's the noblest. The noblest. Of the <laughs> He's the noblest of the most or of the unnoble. Okay. The best of the worst. Of the worst. <laughs> okay. Anyways, right. move along. Stefan Salvatore. Or yes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Uh, this one. is to reach out to the female audience. Okay. Yeah. Good job, right. Drew. Diversify. That, boy. Boy. <laughs> Diversify. Um, yes. So uh, my TV sibling. This was like not even a thought in my head. Like when I when I thought about best and worst, and I, I feel <laughs> like this individual like encompasses both those words: best and worst TV sibling. I didn't have to dive very deep into the bucket to find who this individual is going to be. This this person at times can be the most (laughs) loving individual to his hermano. Um, And he can also be like the biggest pain in the butt dude like that (laughs) ever lived. That makes your life a living hell. And I thought, you know, for this specific segment, the person that felt or filled that void the best was, Job Bluth from Arrested, (laughs) (laughs) hands down by far. So this is what I love about like watching Arrested Development, especially the relationship between Michael and and Job is Michael is like this upstanding guy trying to trying to help the family, right? Trying to rescue their legacy and keep keep the family business afloat. But Job is the he's the number one son, like he was born first. And so everything is supposed to technically go to him, you know what I mean, from from that context. And they just, dude, like they they'll they'll have these moments that they share, where they're like 
brothers and they're like watching each other's backs and they're supportive and everything else. And then all of a sudden, Job will get jealous of absolutely nothing. Like, <laughs> like all of a sudden, just jealous of absolutely nothing and tries to make it his life's mission in the next five minutes to destroy Michael's life for absolutely no reason <laughs> whatsoever. And so like, I just thought it was great because, you know, I went back and forth this week like, okay, who would be the best TV sibling? Who would be the worst TV sibling? Aha. I got the character who is the best and worst TV sibling hands down that could ever live. So, yeah, dude, like, plus this character was just hilarious, man. Like, so funny. I mean, guys trying to be like a full time uh, magician. Yeah. Like, that's how it starts, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Illusions, Michael. <laughs> Illusions, Michael. A trick is something a whore does for money. Dude, that line is or so cocaine. Good. <laughs> Actually, dude, the the edited version I felt like was actually better than the <laughs> one that was released because the edited version is illusions, Michael. A trick is something a whore does for money. And then all the kids look up at him. He's like, or candy. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest Job moment is when he chips his tooth. <laughs> Yeah, dude, this is really like, funny. I just want your your son to respect me. He's <laughs> 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 whistling the, the whistle. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so funny, man. Um, or the time he actually sinks the Bluth yacht trying to perform a magic <laughs> a magic illusion. But actually sank the yacht. <laughs> like, blew it up. And it was like one of the only assets to the company yeah. they actually had. Like the dude is so funny, man. Anyway, like yeah, I if nobody out there has actually watched Arrested Development, I, I highly recommend you go see it. Not the Netflix version. I'm talking the original. It was three seasons long. You were gonna laugh so hard when you go watch it. Vampire Diaries was eight seasons. Yep. That's eight seasons too long, it sounds like. <laughs> Dude, you will never hear a more beautiful rendition of Cold as Ice than Job playing on the piano. I mean, Just there's, the most there's only one show, man, that could actually like play the final countdown and make it epic like every time and it's arrested <laughs> development man every time he comes out on stage like just fantastic love it i feel like job is is the way you described it i think is perfect when he's on your side it's a beautiful thing but when yeah. he is against you he is a bitter enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey on that note we want to hear from you twitter <laughs> Who do you think is the best TV sibling? Are we going Tyrion Lannister, the 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 the, the short stack who will always come through in a pinch? <laughs> <laughs> Was that insensitive? I apologize. Um, might might have been actually. <laughs> it's very very plausible. Yeah, I mean Peter Dinklage is a real human being. It's not just a character. We'll probably we'll probably edit that out. <laughs> now we can't. Yeah, for real. Uh, Stefan Stefan Salvatore. Or Joe Blue from the I mean. show that drinks Trulies, by the way. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter at Yumihi Podcast or Instagram at Yumihi Podcast. And fellas, now it is time for True Story with Rob Lance. All right, fellas, Dateline, Roanoke, Virginia. Uh oh. Meet Nicholas Cage, the unwitting face 
of Roanoke's covert anti-poop crusade. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so basically, fellas, let me break this down for you. A snarky citizen in Roanoke, Virginia, has taken it upon themselves <laughs> to print out and cut out pictures of Nicolas Cage's face, <laughs> attach them to a small stick, and then place that into un collected <laughs> uncollected dog poop along this hiking trail. <laughs> Now, whoever this individual is, they're they're keeping their identity a secret, but it's no doubt that they are a hero, okay? <laughs> Here's what the secretary of Wasena Neighborhood Forum, James Settle, says. <laughs> he began he began spotting the signs about three weeks ago oh on the stretch gosh. between the Wasena Bridge and the first low water bridge just behind the Riverhouse Apartments. He says, I have no idea why it's Nicolas Cage but I appreciate the message that it's sending. It's a reminder <laughs> that this needs to be taken care of. Now, city officials appreciate the anonymous citizen taking up the cause, though they feel like the method is a little bit avant-garde, okay? We would this is the quote from them. We would prefer that they just reach out to us and let us take care of maintenance like that. It's comical, <laughs> but it starts to get on a slippery slope. <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they were actually trying to be punny when they said that. <laughs> now, here's the deal. The question I have about this is, <laughs> is it possible that in his free time, Nicolas Cage is actually doing this? <laughs> Could this be viral marketing for one of his next projects? What say you? Yeah. The next Ghost Rider? <laughs> <laughs> It's just going to be a pile of crap. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, dude. I, absolutely. I just, I, I just don't know how to respond to this. I mean, <laughs> in all honesty, what is it that they think the Roanoke City Council is going to be able to do about Nicolas Cage's movies? I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is that not what this is about? Or I think you're missing the issue here. <laughs> oh, okay, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I think it's about both. <laughs> now, the director of Roanoke Stormwater Utility, uh, Dwayne Diarden, says this is a serious issue. Poop scoopage is a big deal. All right, they've they've installed a hundred mutt mitt stations in the city to make this happen, and they're saying it's behavior that needs to change. The face that is bringing about this change, the face, the hero that is bringing change to this small community, is Nicholas Cage himself. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Now, the guy who identified and started taking the pictures and sending them to the newspaper, uh, once again. His name was James Settle. He says, it's not me who's doing this because there's some <laughs> allegations that maybe it was him. And he says, if it was my doing as a commercial real estate agent, I wouldn't leave a picture of Nicolas Cage. I'd just leave my business card. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is how you're going to garner business right that's there. Like, that's because, like, I yeah. love you, man. <laughs> Urinal cakes. <laughs> exactly. Well, haven't I seen you around somewhere? I don't know, yeah. Rob. This sounds like a pretty crappy story, actually. <laughs> Dude, it's the best thing Nicolas Cage has starred in in a long time, okay? <laughs> People not picking up their dog crap is a thing. When I lived in Los Angeles, I remember walking to a subway one day and I passed this giant turd. It's like your dog could have taken it, dude. And nobody in that city should be owning a dog that big. And so when I'm walking by, uh, I threw these, these subway napkins down to cover it, right? 
<laughs> Later on, when I came back through, there was a footprint. <laughs> oh, no. But it slid like two feet. <laughs> That's the slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. dude. Because it, it was in Hollywood and it was on this, it was on a, on a hill. And someone stepped in it, dude, and it carried them. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So dirty. So I guess covering up's not the best. It's not the right answer either. <laughs> if you were a real hero, you would have manhandled that 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 lump of coal. Uh, I guess and I'm not a hero. No, you're not. <laughs> that's fine. If that's what a hero is, I'm good. Not all of us can measure up to Nicolas Cage. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. It takes a real man. To be right. so conscientious of the issues that are out there uh, that you put willingly own. put your own face. He's used That's right. To, exactly. Know, <laughs> yeah. So he's used to handling crap. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider Two. <laughs> Knowing. Uh, raising Arizona. Yeah, raising Arizona. Anything. Easy which, now. <laughs> <laughs> face off. Face off. Yes. Uh, Con Air. Family man. <laughs> <laughs> All we're saying is that if you want to bring change to your neighborhood. There's nothing better than just taking Nicolas Cage and putting his face on whatever the issue is. Just put his face on it. And if you don't That'll have that, help. just put a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's right. And this was True Story with Rob Lambert. As we come to the end of our time, let us talk about what we've learned tonight. Drew apparently owns a lot of costumes. Not only does he wear a penguin costume, but when it's time to put on the centaur uniform. He will do it, <laughs> and he will go on an adventure. It's beautiful. It's a good thing. <laughs> Number two, they're not called magic tricks. They're illusions, all right? <laughs> we all know what an illusion is. And we all know what a trick is, so be careful. <laughs> it's important to know the difference between the two. You never, <laughs> ever, by the way, fathers of daughters, ever want to demonstrate a trick. <laughs> ever. <laughs> if somebody asks you to go into the Aztec tomb, just tell them no. <laughs> That's right. And number three, apparently Nick Cage is just some hero in a small town in West Virginia. <laughs> it's the best thing he's done in a while, so we should give him props. People reach out to him on social media. All right. As always, we just want to say thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting the show. And make sure wherever you get your podcast, you go and leave us a review and a five-star rating there. It really helps out the show, and we really appreciate it. And until next time, I'm your host, Rob Lambert. This is Josh Frankenstein. And Stefan Salvatore's number one fan, <laughs> Drew Carroll. <laughs> oh, we've made a huge mistake. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>